Hey, I'm Matt Hudgens, and he's Dave Mulvaney, and this is Profitability MD. Dave, how you doing today, buddy? Doing great, Matt. How about you? I'm good. I'm in a different background, a different part of my house, my home office in the basement. There's a lot of chaos going on upstairs, so I'm hiding out in the basement. Nothing wrong got, with that. Got boxes. These are like, you know, I need this. I've, I've cleaned up the office. I've cleaned out the bookshelf. They're in the boxes. They haven't been moved. And this is a, uh, oh, that's cornhole with uh, Georgia Bulldog stuff on it. It looks, they look like little file cabinets, don't they? They look like little folders, but they're actually, bit. yeah, they're actually four feet tall. They look like little things on top of my desk. Kind of funny. Nothing wrong with that. So we can play some cornhole. That's exactly right. All right, episode 124, three key questions every business owner needs to answer. Three key questions every business owner needs to answer. Well, we get all these questions, man. We get questions like, what should I run on Facebook ads? What should I do on LinkedIn? What should I, what type of this? Um, um, how do I grow my business? Just a yeah. generic, how do I grow my business? How much, how much money should I put aside for um, equipment? How much, you know, how big of a building should I go? There's so many questions, business owner. What are the three key questions that need to be answered? I mean, that's that's what it all boils down to. I mean, yeah, and I think it keeps coming back to, and I keep having these conversations, I had three of these conversations this week, and it keeps coming back to the, the fundamentals, you know, who is your target market, who is your audience, who is your ideal client. Now, we have a lot of people who have trouble with that, hey, I sell to anybody that has a, uh, you know, that can breed, right? Well, I understand that, but we need to have, you know, a marketing message that we're directing this towards, right? Uh, and you can have several, like I love Dean Jackson. Dean Jackson says, look, you can have three or four different target markets, but you're only sending a message to one of them at a time. Yeah. One of them at a time, right? So, so if you're a chiropractor and you're going after, you know, tennis elbow, we're just marketing to people with tennis elbow, right? And you can have, that could be a whole marketing campaign, messaging, million dollar message and uh, irresistible offer. Uh, fibromyalgia, I forget the exact word. Fibromyalgia, yes. Yes, and that's like, I don't know what's wrong with you. Well, a lot of times that's misdiagnosed. So you could go after that. Uh, golfer's back, that could be, or anybody with a sore back, because apparently 80% of Americans have a sore back. That would be your target market, right? So just because I'm a chiropractor, I can fix all those problems, but when I'm doing a marketing campaign, I'm just gonna focus on one of them today. One. So the target market, this is, I think, where the the target market often gets missed, like you said, uh, they're they're the people who sell to anyone. Where the target market gets gets missed is that they don't consider themselves commoditized yet. I guess is what you'd say. So they'll just sell to anybody. But what happens when you just sell to anybody is then everybody starts controlling how you sell, meaning by price. By price. By, by price in most cases. So by choosing a target market in any in any market, you get to really choose the price you sell to to the client for. I mean, that's isn't that what this is all about? Is um, if if you're selling ice cube gum, um, and everyone else is selling, probably not a good example, but everybody else is selling ice cube gum. Uh, and by the pack, it you make 20 cents. But if you can sell a big bulk of it, uh, you can make a lot more per pack. Well, then you've got to figure out who your target audience is, who, who's going to chew a lot of gum or 
or distribute gum. Maybe your audience's junior high school kids are going to sell it at school or whatever. I'm just or the school supply store. Yeah. So you've got to find a, a segment in your population in your audience that you like. The people I think your audience should always be people you like, but that's willing to to pay for your product or services. Um, well, I would even tell you that, that a lot of times if it's an ongoing business, the first thing you could do is your own analysis because you might have a niche already in there, right? So we talk about the 80-20 rule all the time that 80% of your revenue probably comes from your top 20% of your clients. Go back and look at your top 20% of your clients and who are they? Are they married women with kids, right? Are they divorced men living in an apartment, right? That you probably, if you are, already have a business, the 80-20 rule will apply, 20% of your clients or 80% of your revenue. Now let's look at those 20%. Who are they and what are their characteristics? And like you just said, maybe there's one of those people that I like more than the other, right? The divorced men are always grumpy. So I only, I only want married women with family and they tend to want convenience, right? Yeah. So there's probably a niche already in your business. You just may not be aware of it because you've never done a little self-audit of where your 80-20 revenue comes from precisely and and sometimes that's just um especially the longer you've been in business many business owners are friends with certain types of clients of theirs and it's like that should be your profile i mean ultimately aren't i mean our business makes up so much of our life the only thing we do more than work is probably sleep so shouldn't we want to do business with people we really like um and again it's not i mean it doesn't matter if you if you sell commodities to chain grocery stores. There's people in there that you like and are your ideal clients that might open doors for other products. And you build a profile around those like, you know, no like and trust factors of those existing clients, I guess you would say. So. Right. And so let's go. So that'd be number one. Who's your target market? You got to pick one of them. You might have several. You can have one ad campaign on, on or one messaging. But let's talk about like your million dollar message. We've talked about what's a million dollar message. It is FedEx when it absolutely positively has to be there overnight. That was kind of their tagline. Oh, that's what FedEx does, right? Um, pizza used to be Domino's Pizza when, you know, 30 minutes hot or fresh or it's free. You know, you knew what that was, 30 minute hot pizza, right? So the million dollar message, we did this one, and I've used this example in the past for a um, kitchen renovator, right? That, 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 that was upgrading the Kitchens, you go back to the target market. Who do they want? They don't want the people that want to do the cheap kitchens. They want people that want to do a fancy kitchen, a nice kitchen, a custom kitchen, right? A higher end kitchen. So we actually did a messaging for them, which was the opposite, which was don't call me if you want ordinary, call me if you want extraordinary, right? And so that message was a nice little rhyme to it. Don't call me if you want ordinary, call me if you want extraordinary. So you're already, our million dollar message is, I don't do the, you know, cheap kitchens. I only do fancy ones. I don't do, you can change it to high quality, and low quality. Don't call, call me if you want the cheapest, call me if you want the best. And that's a great message uh, because you're calling your target audience and everything. But sometimes I think we get a little too short with our, uh, our million dollar message as well. I mean, ultimately to, to really go deeper into the message, um, you, you want to call out your, prospects problem or your clients problem and then how you solve that problem and ultimately when i say how you solve that problem it's better if you tell them like what their life could look like when that problem right. is solved like you don't want ordinary that's that's 
that's what your right. life would look like when the problem solved. So um, it's, it's the, you, you want to solve this problem. You want to tell them about the problem or expose the problem. Sometimes just expose the problem and then show them what their life uh, could look like. Like for instance, um, I've seen this recent video of uh, these dentures that are um, like they're implant dentures type things. Okay. Yeah. And so what they do is they, they expose the problem um, in their ad that, you know, you, you, you need dentures, but you don't have to use the glues and all these other things. You can actually have this denture that snaps on, you can chew any food you want, all this. And I was like, see, what they're doing is they're exposing the problem that people need dentures and that dentures have other problems, but that you can have dentures for just a little bit more money that are, are not permanent, but at the same time, they fix all the other problems. And I'm like, well, that solves the problem. So there's a million dollar <laughs> message in there is that you expose the problem and then show what the life will be like, you know, the, the person with denture chewing steak. Okay. Right, that's right, right, right. Do you remember what the offer was? What's the irresistible offer? So that's, that's our third thing. You need to have an irresistible offer. What's well, their offer? Their irresistible offer almost in all of those cases is, um, well, there's two offers. Number okay. one, uh, the number one offer is typically um, a new smile in, in, you know, in, in one appointment or in, you know, you get that happens on the first appointment. And so they sedate you, they go in, they, whatever, they yank all your teeth out and then they drill into your bones and, and put post in. It doesn't sound great, but um, they do all of that. And then you walk out of the office with a new set of teeth, a completely new smile. So um, that's their, that's their irresistible offer is, Hey, you can walk in and walk out with a brand new smile. And so um, that's part of it. But of course there, another part of it is financing because in the most people's minds, you know, they'll, they'll say easy financing or those type of things yeah, because yeah. many people probably can't afford that. So they'd rather make, you know, 120 easy payments on their teeth. I don't know how, <laughs> how it works, but, uh, right. but th those are the really kind of the two offers. And one would say, is financing really an offer? Absolutely. Absolutely. When, when I had my electrical business, you know, we would sell systems. I think our average system was $170,000. Okay. If we weren't selling finance and we weren't making sales because we would save people enough energy that the energy savings would pay for the payment. And when, Oh, I like that. Yeah. So this, the, the financing was the sale because we get paid on the front end. As soon as that deal closes, we got paid. So, so a lot of people think financing is not the, the irresistible offer in many cases. It's the one thing that's going to keep somebody from buying. They don't want to pay out the money now. And if you can make the irresistible offer, like in our case, it was the, the energy savings will make your payment for you. And, and then you can pause. That's a great message right there, dude. That's a great irresistible offer right there. Energy savings makes your payments. Well, we used to say, look, here's how, here's our business. Okay, this was our irresistible offer. We'll survey your facility. Okay. We'll determine, uh, we'll, we'll, you know, we'll determine all the equipment you're gonna need for this. and. A winning deal would be if we could take your what you're paying now for uh, to your utility company. We're going to take that amount. We're going to turn it into two checks, and the total of those two checks will be less than you're paying to your utility company now. And if we can do that, <laughs> that's a winning deal. And they would right. be like, "Oh, that sounds great! So I can get all this new equipment, new lighting, new new air conditioning control, new 
you know, and protection for my entire facility, I get all that and pay for it out of my existing electrical budget, that's a win. And so that was the irresistible offer. It ran for us. We ran that for 19 years. Uh, we, it changed over the years, but it made, sure, us, sure. it made many, 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 many millions of dollars. And that's the point. We had a target market. They were in commercial industrial customers. The, okay. uh, the million dollar message was that our irresistible offer was financing. So if you want to break down how we did that's that. That's pretty good. That's a million dollar business you got right there. So it, it, it was, it was a hundred million dollar business, but <laughs> that was a great offer. So you used that offer for 19 years yeah. or some very variation, variation. That. Probably started, I would say we probably used that offer probably for 12 straight years. That was the offer. We had salespeople all over and, and when you could get good at answering the questions, but that's the point is, so the dentist, same thing, uh, dental implants, you know, they're, they're solving this problem. And so it doesn't, you know, when you're, um, I don't care if you're an insurance salesperson, that's, you know, insurance right now, all you see is commercial, State Farm, Geico, um, whatever, and it's all, you know, save money, save money, save money. Shouldn't there be more to insurance than just saving money? Um, you know, Allstate at least is on track with mayhem. And what they're, what right. they're implying is if you have the wrong insurance, you could go way off track they're the only company i see in the market that's really talking about you know if you have the wrong insurance okay see so their their target market is maybe a more affluent audience right uh, their million dollar message is don't fall for mayhem which would be having right. insurance that's not covered what's their irresistible offer it's not that clear just call us that's right you know, right they might be able to strengthen that one that's a great example you talk about insurance. We talked about uh, their specialties in insurance, life insurance, uh, key man insurance. So if you're a business owner and and you have partners, typically you buy insurance policies on each other, right? So now your target market would be business owners with more than one partner, right? Your million dollar message would be, you know, the fear of what happens if one of your partners passes away. You don't want to be partners with his wife or their spouse. Let's take it non-denomination their spouse, you don't want, you, you were partners with, with him or her, not their spouse. So the insurance money is used to buy the shares from the spouse. So then the other partners split it up and the insurance money bought out the spouse is what yeah, the key sometimes, insurance does. Sometimes that key partner can't, uh, if it's uh, a law firm, that key partner can't be replaced with the spouse, yet the spouse would remain owner in that situation. Yeah. And that could so that's be a what problem. Buy so your target market was business owners with more than one partner and your million dollar message was, you know, you know, how do you, how do you replace the partner if they pass away? You don't want to be partners with their spouse, you know, some message along there. And then here's this whole offer would be something to the effect of, we can do a, a, a risk assessment, uh, an audit, an audit or a risk audit of your business. Cause what that would entail would be, how much is your business worth? Therefore, how much insurance do you need? Like if you have a business that isn't worth much, you can buy out the spouse with a little bit of money, right? But if it's a really valuable company and this is a $100 million company and there's two partners and how am I gonna come up with $50 million to buy out the spouse, right? Five, I didn't mean to make it so big. It could be a $5 million business and me and you are partners. And if you die two and a half million bucks, where am I going to come up with two and a half million to buy out your spouse? Well, I need a life insurance policy of two and a half million that would buy your spouse out. And then I keep hundred percent of the business after that. But that could be your target market business owners with one or more partner with, with more than one partner, your 
million dollar message could be something to be, you know, what happens in a case of an accident, you lose your partner, and then your irresistible offer could be a risk assessment, a risk offer, a, you know, do you know how much is at risk, some sort of, you know, let, let us give you some clarity and comfort. And yeah, and it's, messaging. It, you could go and do this in any, in any company. Yeah. But yeah. what, what amazes me is how many companies don't do it. They don't do it. I mean, I drive down the road every day. You see them too. You got air conditioning trucks. You got this. And I mean, I mean, I saw an electrician today driving in front of me and his, his entire van had lightning all over it. Okay. And I was like, what does that have to do with, with, I understand it has to do with electricity, but it has nothing to do with electrical contracting other than maybe you protect from that. Um, you know, if, let's let's say okay let's let's go to a doctor okay let's say a doctor helps a patient with with boils all over their body you think they're going to show pictures of they might show before and after but they're right, certainly right, right. not going to show the thing that they they protect from so you know <laughs> it's just people don't think about this and i'm not making fun of the no no i think it's great i i have i was talking uh they were talking about doing one of my guys talking about doing some facebook advertising great who's your target market you know, that's what Facebook is, is target audience, right? What's your message or what's your irresistible offer, right? Because no need to even talk to Facebook until you figure out what that is. And the point is, once you figure that out, that's the same message you could use for a Facebook ad. It's the same message you could use for a billboard. It's the same message you could use for your email campaign. That's why I say it's the, the, the three key questions every business owner needs to answer is because that is a strategy. Those, the answer to those three questions are your strategy. And then a Facebook or a newspaper ad or an email campaign are just the implementation of that strategy. The strategy is here's we're going after, here's how we're going after them, and here's the irresistible offer we're making to those people. And then the vehicle, I don't care what it is, it's all the same message. I wouldn't have a different message on my email campaign than I would for my Facebook ads and then my newspaper. I wouldn't be doing that right? I'd, I'd have the same messaging across the board. That's why it's a fundamental. I call these the three fundamentals of business. Yeah. And once you, here's, here's the, th okay, I'm a copywriter. And I, and of course I probably get uh, some, it, some people hassle me for saying this, but when, when you get your message right and you run ads with your message, your to your, and you get that message in front of the target market with an irresistible offer, they will respond to it. Right. I don't right. care how, if, if the message is like we just talked about, it solves a problem, makes somebody's life better, they'll respond. You can make money without hiring, uh, you know, a major copywriting, copywriting firm or, or whatever. Now, as you grow and you want to get better results, that's when you bring in somebody who can take that message and tweak it and really eliminate any negative connotations with it, all of that. But the point is, is to get the message right in your words for now, and then you can expand it. I mean, but figure out who the target is and then and then come up with a million dollar message which solves a problem and shows people how their life will be better with your product or service. And then right. offer them something, give them something they wanna buy. That's the other thing is a lot of times, I can't tell you how many times I've sat across the table from a salesperson and we talked for 20 minutes and I'm like, what are you offering? Dude? <laughs> what do you want? What's your offer? What's the offer? You know, uh, and, and but that's that's the thing. You you got to present an offer. 
um, or you're just well, it, it, this is tangent, but you talk about this with your copywriting and and how do you how do you feel about it? How would you feel if you owned my product? How would you feel if you used my product? How would you feel if you don't use my product? How would you feel if you don't solve this problem? How would you feel if you do solve that problem? So there are different ways that you as a copywriter can help people come out with these million dollar messages and resistible, irresistible offers that that can can help you elicit it. So that was actually good when someone asked me uh, just yesterday, this was yesterday I was on a call and it's like, well, how would you feel if you didn't do it? And I was like, ah, kind of indifferent. Maybe I missed out, but no big deal. Okay, how would you feel if you did it and it worked? Well, gosh, I would really love it and be excited. I'd feel excited and motivated. And, and then that's what you want to play off then is, well, that's what, what with me personally, you know, part of my thing is I like to do stuff that are fun, you know, uh, fun and exciting and energizing. And, you know, I like to help small business owners because it's fun because it energizes me. That's really cool to help somebody um, make money, to help somebody take more time off, to help somebody pay less in taxes, to help somebody create a million dollar business. Like, like that excites me. That's fun. That's not, I mean, we get paid to do that as coaches, consultants, or a mastermind group, right? That's what we get paid to do. But I do it because it's fun and it's energizing. That's why I do it, right? So there's, there's this other question that you might use for yourself. Who, who are the clients, target markets that you like to work with that are fun or energizing? It might be, like you mentioned, the copywriting. Here's why you want to, here's your million dollar message. You want to use my product because it's fun, it's exciting, it solves your problem, it makes your life easier. That's what you were mis uh, mentioning in your messaging. So I love, I use this almost every time, my builder buddy, right? And it's, who are you building houses for? Do you like to build houses for the senior executive who's kind of a jerk? Or do you like to build it from, from the nice housewife who's, you know, moving from one part of the neighborhood to a different part, you know? Could be you like to people that are moving from New York down to Atlanta. No, I don't like working with them. It could be I like people that are working in, from one part of Atlanta to the other part. You could even be that specific. I'm, I'm looking for the people that are relocating from up north because there are a lot of them coming down to Georgia and Florida right now. And that could be your target market. I want the people that are relocating because, gosh, to them, all our houses are cheap. You know, they're used to Connecticut price houses and they can buy a, an Atlanta house, a Florida house, and have money left over. The market so that might be a great target unbelievable. Market. I mean, I know this is a tangent, but we list, we fixed the house, we listed it on Saturday, and we got an offer for like, for 4,000 over asking on what? Sunday. Yes. I was like, that's pretty good. Uh, so um, the market is crazy. There's a lot of people coming down right now. Uh, but I do believe what goes up must come down. So if you're in that market, you take advantage of, of, of the ability to sell right now. But then when the market comes down, these are the things that keep you in business when the market is down because right. You're, right. there's always people to sell to. I don't care what the market is doing in the Great Depression. My, uh, my father-in-law's father, -in -law's father uh, made, made, got wealthy making the first awnings in New York City that went over the stores because people couldn't go, weren't allowed in the stores. So they would stand out in the rain and they'd look in the windows. He made the awnings <laughs> and that's how he made money. He was basically a, a seamstress in a way but he would sew awnings and put up metal awnings and, and that's how he made his living. We in, the Great Depression, in the Great Depression, in the Great Depression, he got rich doing that. We talk about like real estate, right? And so I, I have real estate people that were friends. My wife used to do real estate. She, she doesn't do it anymore. Um, my sister does real estate. And it's every time you talk to real estate, whether it be commercial or residential, I use residential, right? You got to ask the guys that are just, the guys and gals that are, oh, I do, you know, I sell houses, okay. 
are you a buyer's agent or a you know are you listing houses or you or buyers you know typically listers are better you'd rather list the house because they're selling so quickly right now especially right buyers are are more difficult whatever what kind of are you okay i am i'm a listing agent i want to list houses okay now you got is it by geographic neighborhood is you list any house you can get a hold of is it by price range i only deal with million dollar houses right there's a niche i'm trying to help you narrow down your niche of I want list. I'm a listing agent. I want to list. I want so I'm, a, so I'm helping the, the the seller sell. I want in this neighborhood. I want this price range. Um, uh, um, those could be your target markets. It could be that you're a first time buyers. You know, I'm targeting first time buyers. It could be I'm targeting the upgraders. It could be that I'm, I'm targeting the downsizing. You know, the empty nesters who are downsizing. Right. There are all these different niches that you can have inside being a uh, a residential real estate agent. And even my own sister doesn't really have a good focus, right? But Dean Jackson, who's, that's one of his things. We talk about him and, and whatever his, I can't remember his podcast right now. And he, he talks about pick one of those niches. I'm first time home buyer. I'm the, the upgrader. I'm the downgrader. I want people that want to live on the lake. I want people that want to live by the ocean. I want people that want a water view, right? That he gets very specific when he works with real estate agents on what is your target? I only work in this neighborhood. I farm this neighborhood. And so he talks about your target market, which then helps you determine your million dollar message, but then helps you determine your irresistible offer. But it all comes back to who are you trying to help? Who are you trying to solve the problem for? And the other things kind of kind of come in line. So you can come out of either direction. Here's the problem I solve. Who would who who is it easier to solve that problem for? Right? Um, Not necessarily easier. Sometimes the the bigger the problem, the more people will pay to have it solved. I mean, that's yeah. yeah. Um, you know, that's always the, I mean, if somebody's got a, you know, I, you know, the way I invest in real estate, I look for people who can't sell their house. Well, that's a small market right now, but it still exists in every <laughs> people who can't right. sell a house and right. they can't sell the house. They're forced to stay, but sometimes they've already vacated the house. So they're that's in a position where, where they have to hand it back to the bank. That's my target market is the people who are ready to sign it over to the bank because I can come in and help them. And, that's your, and there's your million dollar message. I can come in and help you instead of signing over to the bank, I'll help you. Yeah, I'll keep you I'll keep you from foreclosure and save your credit. I mean, that's that's the million dollar message. There's your, yeah, there's your, and your irresistible offer. Hey, I'll put them, come in here and we'll save your credit and keep you from turning over to the bank and I'll actually help you maybe even turn a profit. Yeah, and over time, I'll make money. But that I have to have time just understanding yeah. the market. So yeah. that's a... You know, these are the things that are, they, they, I think, come easy to us because we've done it for so long. But right, right. Um, if, if you're the type of entrepreneur that this doesn't come easy to, this is the things we talked about in our mastermind. We have a, profit, uh, a profitability accelerator session, a profit accelerator session that we go through various different ways to increase profits in small, or small amounts, small areas in various parts of your business which have a big impact when you look at it over a year time, sometimes over $100,000, literally in just a few small areas of tweaking. I mean, that's, that's what we do. So, I mean, if you, want, if you want help in your business, if you're, you know, if you're trying to narrow that million dollar message down, get help. 
I mean, yeah. so our target market would be business owners that are wanting to grow, that are wanting to make more money, that, that, that business owners that want to pay less in taxes, that, that business owners that, that, that want to make more money and work less, right? Our million dollar messages, we can find any business owner, 50 to $100,000 without spending a dollar more on advertising or revenue. That's our million dollar message. And our irresistible offer is that, give us 45 minutes and we'll help you come up with your 50, 75, $100,000 in revenue. And then our offer becomes that is, do you want help implementing that? Right? Hire us as a coach, join our mastermind group, right? That's kind of how we do things, right? And, and that's our irresistible offer and our message and our target market are, are, are those business owners. And the mastermind group, this is what we do in the mastermind group, help you identify your target market, your million dollar message, your irresistible offer, help you adjust it, help you tweak it, how do you divide it into different groups, right? But it's thinking about that. You're just not a jewelry store. You're not just an airline parts manufacturer. You're not just selling lights. You're not just in a, uh, you just use with the, with the electrician, right? There are different target markets we can go after. And I like going after the ones that make me the most money with the least amount of effort, right? There are different types of revenue. I just had that conversation last week. We talk about that in our mastermind group. All revenue is not the same. All clients aren't the same. Some are more fun to deal with. Some are more profitable to deal with. You got to think through that. We help you think through that. We're your sounding board. We always talk about three things for success. Got to have commitment and a roadmap and a support system. Well, Dave and I got the roadmap and we've got the support system, the mastermind group. We need your commitment that you want to be successful, that you want to take it to the next level. So Matt at ProfitabilityMD.com, Dave at ProfitabilityMD.com. Let us know about uh, an interview to join our mastermind group. Let us know if you want the profit acceleration session. That's a 45 minute Zoom call. We go through it without spending a dollar more on advertising and marketing and try to find 50, 75, $100,000 in your business. Reach out to us, Matt at ProfitabilityMD, Dave at ProfitabilityMD.com. Schedule a profitability session. Those are fun for us. These energize us. We talked about managing our energy. We, we love that stuff. All right, man, this has been a great episode. The three key questions every business owner needs to answer. And it really comes back to the fundamentals. Who's your target market? What's your million dollar message? What's your irresistible offer? How can I make it a no brainer to do business with myself? That financing is a great example you used. Of. It's financing is sober. We're gonna, your electricity, we're gonna, whatever your paycheck right now is for utility bills, we're gonna get you your utility bills lower and your new equipment for less than that. That's a great offer. It's a great offer. All right, man, this is good stuff. All right, man. Have a good one. See you later. All right, bye. See you.